You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show. But when I set the podcast up, it said author and I thought, I could put Mildly Controversial, but fuck it, I want the credits, so I'll put my name on it. (laughs) (laughs) But Mike's done brackets, not Baz Wright. Um, (laughs) He does fuck all. The audacity of Elon Musk to accuse Zuckerberg of poaching people who Elon Musk had sacked the moment he bought Twitter is fucking priceless. (laughs) (laughs) His wife's beautiful, he's loaded, he's literally achieved his lifetime ambition by winning Wimbledon. And he's won an Olympic gold medal. Someone needs to tell his face. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. In this episode, we are going to do a review of the news. Normally, we don't do current and topical stuff, uh, because quite often, particularly Baz working away in the summer, we've had to pre-record a load of stuff, but we're recording this um, the Wednesday before it goes out. So we could talk about some current stuff and some really current stuff that literally happened today. So in your world, happened a week ago. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to review the news. So in true newscast styley, are you ready for this? Go on, do it. Here are today's headlines. <laughs> Mystery BBC presenter revealed to be Hugh Edwards. Elon Musk cries when people he sacked for absolutely no reason are hired by another billionaire to launch an app that looks exactly like his. Middle-class people break out into simultaneous applause, overly excited about whether a tennis ball landed on a line or not. It must be Wimbledon! So, um, we'll start um, back on Friday the 7th of July. Um, And uh, The Sun, um, which is a... um, low-quality newspaper in the UK. Um, I, think, I, think, I, think, well, I think it's in America as well. They have the, the American Sun, don't they? Oh, is it? Yeah, so yeah. they'll know how shit it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, uh, there was a story appeared in print and online uh, which basically said that a BBC presenter, and in quotes, a familiar face known to millions, um, had paid, uh, and who is also paid six figures by the BBC. So they threw in loads of clues as to who it was, but they couldn't legally say who it was yeah. at the time. Um, was alleged to have paid £35,000 over three years for images of, um, of a youth. Okay? And they kept using the phrase youth. And I went back over and over, because this went all over Twitter, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But they kept using youth, and they said, the youth's parents. And when they, they were quoting the parent, it was, my child this. So they were very clear not to mention a gender at all, mm-hmm. and that's a gender rather than agenda. agenda. The, the sun's got a massive agenda. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, and, and um, basically, this uh, BBC presenter was accused of um, requesting performances from the youth, um, and you know, asking for photos and getting them to do stuff on a video call. Basically, the story was that the the, the parents had complained. Um, this youth was 17 uh, to begin with, is now 20. Oh, good, okay. Um, and the parents had complained that this person had used their, uh, you know, their influence and, and so on, and that their, their, their child had used this money um, on crack. So they'd become a crack addict. And they basically compa- complained to the BBC to stop, the, to get the BBC to stop this guy doing this so that they could cut off the funds of their their child's um, crack habit. Understandable, right? I get that, yeah. Exactly. So that was the story as it went out. Um, and that was on Friday. Um, and the BBC said they were going to investigate, okay? So clearly, the day after, Twitter went into fucking meltdown over it, yeah. right? Because you know what Twitter's like? Twitter, anything... if. Ever I see anything online that says unnamed such and such, I go straight onto Twitter and I search. Yeah. And there'll be loads of people on Twitter going, I reckon it's this person. I reckon it's, this. it's definitely this person. Because people on Twitter don't give a shit. And people on Twitter 
don't realise you can get sent to prison for that yeah. if you if if you if you libel somebody that it isn't. So yeah, it went into meltdown, and then he started throwing loads of names into a hat, you know. And people are saying, "Oh, I reckon it's this." On Saturday, the BBC, a load of BBC presenters came out and said it wasn't me. <laughs> like Shaggy, <laughs> in a Shaggy style. It wasn't yeah, me. That's it. Like I say, Twitter went into meltdown. Loads of names were rumoured. Um, Gary Lineker came out and said, um, "I think his was something like, sorry to disappoint the haters, but it isn't me." That's all he said. Good lad, um, Rylan. Um, if you're in the States, you won't got a fucking clue who Ryland is. And do you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, if you don't watch shit morning television, you won't know who he is either. But um, he's an ex-reality TV star who's now a TV presenter. He did it in a really good way, actually. He posted a video of a little meme of Will Smith saying, you know, when he said, take those words out of your mouth. He said, um, I don't know how I've become like implicated in this, but... Sorry to disappoint you, darlings, but it's not me. So take my name out of your mouth. And yeah. that was like that was quite a good way of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy Vine said it wasn't him. Nicky Campbell said it wasn't him. So loads of others. And so I just went onto Twitter and I was like, right, who are people saying it is? Um, and I've seen a load of people like Mr. Tumble was. Yeah, one yeah, of the ones no, that a lot of people. That's said. the only one I've seen was Mr. Tumble. Mr. Tumble. <laughs> God bless him, Justin. I don't know what his full name is, but Justin. John. But, John Tumble. <laughs> no, he's not really called Mr. Tumble. Oh, bless him. Yeah, Justin, I can't remember what his first name is, uh, what his full name is. But anyway, that guy, um, everyone just thinks because he um, presents kids' shows and is pictured with kids a lot, that he must be a nonce. I mean, if anyone is not going to be, it's Mr. Tumble. Well, like, you, know, you know what? He's this. not hiding it very well, if he <laughs> is, is, is he? So well, he's like, I'm, I'm secretly into kids, so I'm going to forge a career where I'm filmed with kids all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> or maybe it's the hidden in plain yeah, sight. Yeah, he's bluffing, yeah. I think, we've gone, I think we've gone down a Twitter tangent there, Baz. Yeah. Anyway, so, and then the son... Um, uh, issued an update on Saturday saying um, that the parents had seen a pic picture of the presenter in his underpants, which was screenshot from a video call. Okay? okay. So clearly stuff's happened, if that is true. Um, so then on Sunday, um, the male presenter was suspended by the BBC, and then the son said that the presenter made panicked calls to stop the uh, story. Um, quotes, what have you done? So panic calls to the um, to the youth who's twenty now. Yeah. Um, and then um, on Monday the tenth, so Twitter are just going. I think it's this person. I think it's this person. And there's loads of stuff. And and then, like I say, loads of comments on Twitter saying, "Oh, you really shouldn't do that because it's illegal." And you know that person could. Uh, so I think Nikki Campbell, Nikki Campbell reported a load of people to the police for implicating him in it. Yep, rightly. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So there's all this stuff going on. Um, I posted a thread of a picture of Ant and Deck on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and said, like, social media today, um, Gary Lineker, it's not you. Rylan, it's not you. Hugh Edwards, it might be you. Okay, ooh. So, I mean, I'm not 20. It wasn't me. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I just, he was literally the third person I thought of, and to make the joke work, I had to put somebody, it might be you. Yeah, yeah. Um, turns out, as you'll find, <laughs> that I was right. Yes. Um, but we didn't find that out just yet. Um, anyway, so on Monday the 10th, okay, so on Monday this week, um, Hugh Edwards didn't present the 6 o'clock or 10 o'clock news. That's his usual slot, is it? That's his usual right, slot, okay. okay. So then, obviously, Twitter got into meltdown again. Um, and then, um, before I go on to that, I just want to put a bit of context, because um, we're back to most of our... We're back to the UK listeners of our podcast are now the majority again. Okay. Um, but we do have a, a big chunk of American followers, so I just want to... Um, I just want to talk to them a little bit about this. So, um, Hugh Edwards um, presents the 6 o'clock and 10 o'clock news, okay? Um, just to put into context how big and how many people watch this, the, the, the news in the UK on BBC, um, I've got the viewing figures here. So, the BBC News at 10 gets 4 million viewers okay. 
in an evening, okay? Just to put that into context for the Americans, Tucker Carlson's show, that everyone went nuts when he got kicked off the show and said, oh my God, Fox's numbers have dropped. Tucker Carlson's show was viewed by 3.3 million. Oh yeah, so it's right up there. And 3.3 million in the country of 331 million. Yeah. This is 4 million people at 10 o'clock at night watching a show and that's in a country of 67 million people. Yeah. So that kind of frames it as to how big this is. Um, so, again on Monday, there was, pic- there was a picture that went all around Twitter of, um, of Hugh Edwards looking over his shoulder with his arse out. Okay? <laughs> okay. And I never got... I nearly said I never got to the bottom of it, but... Um, <laughs> That would be a cheesy pun, even for me, if it was deliberate. It wasn't. Um, basically, uh, a load of people were saying it was fake. Um, but loads of people were just posting it around saying, it must be Hugh Edwards, it must be Hugh Edwards, because they posted this picture of him with his ass out, um, which I'm pretty sure was uh, was fake, because yeah. there, was, there was like foreign wording in the background. They, they, the radiator wasn't a UK radiator, and loads of things were going on on Twitter with people saying it's fake. Um, but... Um, on Tuesday, it takes another twist because the young person's lawyer comes out and says, there's no truth in it. This is rubbish. Okay? Yeah. So the young person has made a statement through their lawyer to say, there's no truth in it. There's a, this is all rubbish. Someone's like, okay, so the son's run a story and it's not true. The same day, the parents issue a statement in response to that statement um, saying that the son and the parents stand by what they said it is true um and the parents emailed the bbc in may um and they emailed the police in april about this all this kind of stuff so it's all kicking off like this sorry can we just clarify as well because uh, just as the, the, i know you've mentioned the sun already but i literally just had a little thing there well the sun uh, as in their son no the sun newspaper oh right? there you go sorry yes the yeah, sun yeah, newspaper sorry, very good confused me that was all <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's not written down is it <laughs> Um, people can't read the words out that come out of my mouth. Um, so yeah, the um, the Sun newspaper um, say they stand by their story. Um, so you've got all this kind of stuff that um, the presenter is alleged to have um, on Sunday is alleged to have contacted this this youth and said, "What have you done? Stop the story." Tuesday. The young person through their lawyer said, ah, it's all rubbish. And then the parents who broke the story in the first place went, no, it's not. This is true. So it's all gone like it's up. Um, And then today, Wednesday, so we're at Wednesday the 12th um, today. um, The police come out and say, there's loads of this we'll unpick, but I just want to get to the end of this timeline. Um, The police came out and said, there are no criminal charges to answer. And just after the police statement that says there are no criminal charges to answer, Hugh Edwards' wife releases a statement. So she's obviously waited until um, it's clear there's no, um, there's no criminal charges so she can talk about it. So I'll read the statement. Um, she put, In light of the recent reporting regarding the BBC presenter, in quotes, I am making this statement on behalf of my husband, Hugh Edwards. So she was the one that named him. Because um, before, all up until then, it was like BBC presenter. Oh, we know who it is, but we can't say. Um, so um, I'm making this statement on behalf of my husband, Hugh Edwards, after what have been five extremely difficult days for our family. I'm doing this primarily out of concern for his mental uh, health, uh, sorry, his mental well-being, and to protect our children. Hugh is suffering from serious mental health issues. All is well documented. He has been treated for severe, severe depression in recent years. The events of the last few days have greatly worsened matters. He had suffered another serious episode and is now receiving inpatient hospital care where he'll stay for the foreseeable future. So it's a really interesting, like, I think it's a really interesting kind of social commentary of what the world's like these days. And, you know, something came out and it was an unnamed person for so long. And then it was like, social media were just banging up. Oh, this has happened. Oh, this has happened. Oh, he's not on the news. Oh, it's like, there's all these people. So there's loads of people who it wasn't, were implicated, and they could also be suffering mental health issues as a direct result. Yeah, yeah. And there's somebody who it was, who I thought had done something illegal, but the police say hasn't, so they haven't. You know, I don't think it's advisable or moral 
but um, you can't get sent to prison for either of those things. Yeah. Um, so this is that. That's another person who hasn't technically done anything wrong. Who is now, uh, you know, um, in you know, in a hospital until they overcome the depths of mental health despair that they've gone to. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And it yeah. just shows that I love social media, right? And I think it does an amazing things. But this is why people say social media is bad. Yeah, it's unproven like allegations that just get thrown out. So, so looking at the people that were accused in the first place, yeah, you know, those people they're quite clever because they were kind of like, well, like, look. I know I'm going to get accused because people accuse me of other shit. Or, you know, that happens all the time. And, you know, where Lineker's concerned, people would have just been rubbing their hands going, ah, we've got him. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's loads of people to get at him. So I could understand that. And, you know, like I said, you know, I, didn't, I haven't seen any of the other answering. So the, the Ryland thing's quite interesting because obviously, um, just going, just dialing back a bit. So the, it's established now that the youth is a, is a male. Yes. Yeah, so that was Yeah, it. yeah sorry, yeah. I missed that bit out. Yeah, at first it was, at first... All the reports were gender neutral. Yeah, yeah. Um, deli- and it, it's, it's obviously deliberate. I think there was one. I read the Metro. I actually read a physical newspaper, Baz, because I was on a train and I was handed it for free. Nice. Um, and they were using the male pronouns. So, um, so it was clear from that that the youth was um, a young man. I'm going to call him a young man because even though it's illegal to have photos of a 17 year old in in your possession um, rightly yeah um it, it, this isn't this isn't a a nonce thing this isn't a, no no no, no. It, it, this is this is somebody who has a taste for younger men it turns out um uh, but yeah um and and i read in a lot of the things that um um he'd been, been very clear to check that um, the person was over sixteen and made them prove it before he even got into a conversation with them and things like that. So yeah. So mm, so, uh, so obviously, as I think I said before, I don't know anything about this story at all. So it's just quite good to unpack this in front of me. So was was the sale of the content through like an OnlyFans or was it like just? This... No, it was, it was personal on a one to one. Yeah, was... just write email or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, it was. Um... So it was it was video calls, and he was asking him to do stuff, and he sent him, um, he just sent him money on on PayPal. So it would be, um, they said it, over the course of four years, it was thirty five thousand um, pounds. The lowest the lowest amount was a thousand, and the other uh, other amount was five thousand. And the parents said um, that this lad um, was saying, "I don't have any money, but I will do tonight." Yeah, and they, and they were kind of like they didn't understand how this lad was skint, and then all of a sudden was out and spending money on um, class A drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, so that's that's the weird thing because, like, you know, in, in nine times out of ten of these cases, there are, you know, for particularly you know the sale and you know reception of images and videos, usually through like a website. I mean, it's it's quite yeah. unusual that I mean. I wonder how you found how well, so how they connected with each other in the first place, which is which is the unknown part, isn't it? Yeah, well, it sounds like it was dating apps because, um, like I said, there was another person came forward and said uh, like he was right, being okay. quite he was being quite pushy and aggressive and and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, it's a really interesting thing because um, to all you know, to, to all the outside world, um, Hugh Edwards uh, was a straight male. Yeah. So that's another thing that's come out. Yeah, of course, yeah. That was, um, that, which the next thing I was going to bring up was just, that's the odd disparity, isn't it? Yeah, he's married with five kids. Yeah. So, um, I'm married to a woman and, five, and has yeah, five yeah. kids. Um, and she's supporting him and said this thing. So, I mean, look, we don't know if she's known all this time and they've got an open relationship. And if they have, then fair, fair play, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that adds an added complexity to Ooh, so sure, if that's yeah. been part of his private life for this long and now this is coming out um it's it's no wonder if he's got if he's already got uh, mental health issues it's no wonder that he's um he's needing to seek professional help at the minute and do you know what this this story is literally developing so so 
Like I say, we're doing this episode, and we're going to talk about other news stories. Yeah. So not just if you're not interested in this one, just skip forward, okay? But this is a massive thing because it's literally just broken in the last two hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to be listening to it a week later, so fuck knows what has come out that we're not going to be able to talk about. Well, hopefully, hopefully, then. Hugh Edwards is still with us because like, you know we talked about yeah, something could happen. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's in the safest place cool. um, to avoid um, anything untoward happening. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, there's just loads of unanswered questions, and that's the problem with this. Is it's what what possibly stroke probably should have been dealt with in private. Now is literally a national news story. And do you know what? A really interesting thing, Buzz. Uh, like you say, you didn't, you, you've not kind of seen uh, this kind of develop. Um, but a really interesting thing is that the BBC News have been covering it. Um, and being very clear that the BBC News is separate to the BBC. It's part of the BBC, and it's funded yeah. by the BBC, but they're independent to the BBC. So they have been breaking stories about it yeah. as well. And obviously, they know who it is. Yeah, yeah. They've suspended him, but they're reporting it as an independent thing. It's a really, really interesting. It's uh, Because that's something that just doesn't exist in, in the States. Um, so you've got... Like you've got NBC, CNN, and obviously CNN is left leaning, Fox is right leaning, um, and they can say what they want. There's yeah. no, um, there's no obligation to remain impartial, but there is um, in the UK. UK journalism and UK broadcasting has to be impartial. I mean, there's arguments over, you know, there's some slant here and there, and you know, there's a slight left leaning to the BBC and things like that, but. The important thing is that the BBC, the BBC News were reporting on this as if they weren't part of the BBC, which I thought was a really interesting thing, and they were very clear about that. Well, I was going to say, it's literally the only thing I'd seen, like, on Sunday, was this report, when it, yeah, when I was first picking up on it, where the reports were saying, you know, the whole thing before they, they went on with the story, saying, we're making it clear that we are... Even though we are the BBC, we're a separate organisation, and so therefore yeah. we are reporting independently. And I thought that was really interesting as well, because the temptation must be to go to go. Let's get the scoop in it. We know it's you. Do you know what I mean? Or just go. Yeah, um, we've got an obligation to uh, to rat out one of our mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he, if it was anyone else, he would be here reading this out. <laughs> well, so I've got, I've got a few questions. So there's obviously the two obvious ones are. Had it have been a female, what would it have been worse or or lessened by it being a female? And also, had the age range of the youth been twenty to begin with, and not seventeen, would, would the story have been greater or lesser? So, yeah, there's, I, there's a couple I of things think, there, aren't there. I think the son made it a story by saying it started when it was seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if this had started when the person was twenty, it would have been a Philip Schofield level story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you if you don't know who Philip Schofield is, Google it. There's yeah, yeah. loads of stuff. That was weeks ago. We've moved on. People. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, that, that was that was something that definitely wasn't illegal. Definitely wasn't. There were um, and we, we've discussed this. Yeah, one. we did. Yeah, um, and we discussed it, and we both agree that he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, other than, it, you know, he was a, a senior employee at the place, and there's a lot of things like that these days, where it's like, you know, oh, there's. Um, you, you, you basically you've got to be really careful because these days if you're a senior employee and you're dating a junior employee it can be seen like you're coercing them and and that's a, a bad thing yeah that's in all that's in all big companies isn't it so yeah. that would that as far as i can see if if this lad was 20 when this started that's all that could be leveled against yeah uh, against hugh edwards and um, which is obviously um nowhere near as um as dramatic uh, because you mentioned 17, yeah. uh, and even though it is over the age of consent, like I say, it is below the legal age of 18 that it is legal to possess um, pornographic images of. It's legal from 18 upwards. It's illegal to put, even if you're in a relationship with them, a legal relationship, it's illegal. So I read this thing about it that a lawyer put on there, and he said, like, basically, the law starts with it's illegal, right? And then they'll, they'll they'll put mitigation in to say, oh, they're in a relationship that makes it less serious. Um, there's nothing 
really bad, that's less serious. If there's coercion or pressure, that ramps it back up again, and they weigh up all the options. Yeah, so, I guess what, the, the money's part of that as well, isn't it? So the payment, yeah. So whatever the police, the police have obviously gone through this process in the last 24 hours, and they've obviously decided that um, this is a consensual thing, and it's there was no pressure, it was just this, that, and the other. So they've interviewed the parents, they've interviewed the... Um, the, uh, the youth, uh, and they've come to the uh, conclusion that there's no no charges to be brought. So they've gone through that process, um, whereas Twitter don't do that. Um, <laughs> and people on Twitter, they just go, he's a nonce! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because, and that's why the son did it. That's why the son brought up the fact that he was 17 when this started. Yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, would it make a difference in, you're saying if the youth was female? Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. It, would, it been, would the impact be greater or lesser? I don't. I think, from the son's point of view, uh, look. I don't really like the son. I've got nothing massively against the son, but um, they'll do anything for a news story. Yeah. Um, and I think it makes it it makes it more dramatic from the son's point of view because, like we said before, um, it's it's a it's a seemingly heterosexual man with five kids. Yeah, that's why it makes it more of a news story. So another question: Do, uh, I'm, I can only assume because that's how I'm built that the parents weighed in and were paid, received. No. Oh, so they're saying that yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no. The, the, no, the, the, the parents were very clear, uh, made it very clear that they weren't paid uh, by the son okay. to release well, the story. Fair to them anyway. Yeah, their their motivation was that they reported it to the police uh, to Welsh police in uh, April. They reported it to the BBC in May. Nothing was done. Um, Hugh Edwards didn't even know that there was a story until last week um, or that it had been reported or anything like that. It's it, It's got kind of clogged in the BBC hierarchy at some point. Um, the Director General reckons they didn't know about it either. So there's a load of uh, internal investigations that the BBC have got to go through. Um, and again, for people outside the UK... Um, the reason this is such a big thing is because uh, the BBC is a publicly funded organisation. Correct. And yeah. it's funded by a licence fee that everybody who's got a TV has to pay a licence fee, um, which funds the, the BBC and in turn funds Hugh Edwards' wages. Yeah. His six-figure um, wages, yeah. Yeah, 400 grand. We can say that because it was published last week. Right. Um, unfortunate timing for Hugh Edwards that um, the BBC published the wages of their highest earners uh, once a year. And it was, I think, like I say last week, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, right. Um, so that's quite bad timing for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 400 grand a year he gets paid. Um, so that's kind of the, the sticky point with people is that, you know, and, and I think that is, so basically the, the, the parents said that they, they, they went to the son with the story. Um, in order to cut the money off at source, yeah, basically yeah. ratted him out because it told him to like just said, look, if we grass him to the BBC, uh, the BBC will suspend him or do whatever they need to do to stop him doing this. Which means that our our child, our youth, our son David, son, <laughs> yes, our son, um, our son does uh, will not then have the money to fund their crack habit. Yeah. So that's kind of where it's all come. So it's a massive, massive story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, and like I say, the thing that, the reason I wanted to talk, um, talk about it tonight is, um, well, firstly, we're supposed to be having a guest, um, and, and, uh, their internet broke. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Do you know, we're all about honesty on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Do that, do that. Hugh Edwards is getting it. So, <laughs> yeah. well, um, to, uh, um, Yes, yeah, so so <laughs> you're right, Buzz. So you're, just uh... just keep your microphone stand. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, I'm so excited. <laughs> so um, so yeah, the combination of the fact that our guest, um, who will be on next week's show, um, couldn't do it tonight because their internet broke, and the fact that literally an hour before they said their internet broke, this new story broke. Yeah, yeah. It felt like too good an opportunity to miss. Because I'm a nice guy, I'm going to assume positive intent, and I'm going to assume that the, uh, the parents' motivation for breaking this story is genuinely to help their, their son um, overcome their habit by just cutting, cutting the money off at the source. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so. 
Anyway, so, it's yeah. an interesting, interesting story, that, isn't it? So that is, that's the first story. We haven't been sort of like heavily opinionated about it either, because that's you and me on stuff like this anyway. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting story, but I don't, I don't particularly feel anything towards anybody involved, to be honest. No, and I think that's, and I think that's because we're doing this story when enough, has, uh, enough of the, you know, the story has reached the surface. Mm. If we'd have done this a couple of days ago, um, when the police hadn't said there were no charges to answer, yeah. um, when it was still not revealed who it was, it would have been juicier and more controversial. And funnier. <laughs> yeah, and funnier. Um, on to the next news story, which oh, yeah. broke this week. Um, and this is, uh, this is relevant to uh, us because it's quite close to us. Yeah. Um, because it's social media related. Um, and this week, um, Threads was launched. Interesting. Um, that was. Th- I think it was on Thursday that I seemed, or, or Wednesday, because I joined on Thursday at about yeah. twenty-three million. I was about. Yeah, th- <laughs> and that's the thing. And and for those that don't know, Threads is Threads is basically Meta's version of Twitter. Yeah. Um, they've launched. It's it's all. It's like in a trial thing, isn't it? There's loads of things they haven't set up yet or bothered with. Yeah. No. So like hashtags don't work yet. Yeah. DMs don't work. It's There's not really a stuff. feed. It's not really a feed. Nah, it's just a they, sort they, of scroll. I just went fuck it. Let's just do it anyway. Yeah, so yeah. they threw it out there, and um, within a week it had reached 100 million users. Mm. Now they've had a bit of a head start. To be fair. Yeah. Um, and so is everybody on the platform. And I think that's why people like it. Because people who go onto a social media platform love the number that they've got. Yeah. Um, and um, if we compare it with Twitter, you go onto Twitter and you've got to build and you've got to start low and you've got to really work hard to get your numbers up. Yeah. Um, I can <laughs> illustrate that by um, the fact that... Um, Admittedly, it, it, I haven't posted much on it, but the um, this podcast has a Twitter account, um, which I set up, I think, about six months ago. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. <bad's> that? <laughs> well, there you go. I think, Baz, that explains why it hasn't gone very far, because even you didn't know. So it's not been publicised that well. But the point is, our Twitter account, I think... Um, let me just let me just double check. I'm going to double check the numbers. Right? I, love, I love that. So it hasn't been publicised very well because even you don't know about it. Yeah, <laughs> even even the co-host doesn't know that we have a Twitter account. But let me. Uh, I'm just going to. I'm just going to have a look now at. Oh, I was going to say some numbers which were pure lies. Um, we've had a Twitter account for um, six months. Yeah. I or I, I nearly said that we've got two followers, one of which is me. Yep. Because last time I looked, that's what it was. Um, but no, we've got, um, Baz, the great news is we've got 14 followers. Oh, brilliant. I'm not one of those, am I? I haven't, I haven't just lied and said I didn't know about it and followed it anyway. Um, no, followers, quickly go through. Uh, Kempston, Reser- Kempston Rovers Reserves followers, Baz. Oh, oh yeah, 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 no, so that's, yes, that's Roger. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, Oh, there is also Roger Martindale. That's, that's it, him, that's it? it yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so thanks, Roger, for being two of our followers. <laughs> He'll love that. Um, and, yeah, there's another podcast and me. So, yeah, no, you don't follow us, Baz. Good. So, okay. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make, Baz, is that after six months, we've got 14 followers on that one. Yeah. Admittedly, we haven't tried very hard. No. Um, because I don't really like Twitter. No, me either. Um, I thought it was somewhere we needed to have a presence, but I'm, I'm, I've run away from it. I don't like it. But... Contrast that with um, also our podcast doesn't have a threads because I can't be all sitting up and yeah, yeah. One, it's a lot. So it's a lot of stuff in it. It's too much pissing about. And you already do too much already. Exactly. <laughs> our, our our podcast has an Instagram, but I don't post on that much. I just kind of share stuff yeah. occasionally. But anyway, the Facebook, it's too hard. The to Facebook's build from, the one in it, and it's too hard to build from scratch, pals. Right, yeah. and we've both already got decent following, so we do stuff through our own. So you promote the podcast through yours. I promote the, promote the podcast through mine because that's what the numbers are. But the point is that the reason that Threads has worked very well is because if you currently have an Instagram account, um, you can just click a button to set up an account. So it doesn't; it's dead easy to set it up. And there's also a button to say, "Do you want to follow everyone who follows you on? Uh, 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 do you want to follow everybody you follow on Instagram?" 
You can click that button. I didn't. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. I, was, but that, I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Yeah, well, that is how that is how people are building their followers yeah, so yeah. quickly. It's because people are clicking that button. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you start a new... Um, it, if you think... If you're trying to get a new social media up and running and you can make it dead easy for people to set it up and you can make it dead easy for people's number not to be really low... Yeah. You're onto a winner, yeah, and exactly. and Instagram have done both of those through Threads. Um, although, I mean, to, to, just to kind of pour water on my excitement of the, um, and that's water like onto a fire, not onto a plant, right? <laughs> to to quell, quash my uh, excitement. Um, I um, my Instagram has um, forty thousand followers. If you're one of them, thank you. If you're not, go on. Uh, I, at, I am. I know you are on that one. Yeah, I know that. Um, if you're not, uh, go along. It's at dad.dancegram. Thank you very much. Good. Um, or just search for Mike Snedden because I put my real name on it. Oh, <laughs> look at you. I know, yeah. Uh, well, everyone knew anyway. It, was like, it wasn't as well kept secret as Hugh Edwards, was it? Um, I never used Snedden for years. Like, I never talked to you on I know, any neither, did I, neither did I, but when I set the podcast up, it said author, and I thought, I could put mildly controversial, but fuck it, I want the credit, so yeah, I put my exactly. name on it. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike's done brackets not Baz Wright um, <laughs> he does fuck all um, <laughs> I didn't put that I didn't have enough characters to do that but you fucking shouldn't oh, I would have done if I had the character length <laughs> anyway going back to I've got 40,000 uh, followers on Instagram so I clicked the button on and I went through to threads um, and I now have 2,500 followers on threads yeah so it's done it to a certain extent, but it's much, much smaller numbers. Yeah. Um, but like I say, going on there, it's like, oh, I've got 2,500 followers, that's all right. It's a new, uh, new social media. If I'd have gone on there and done what was Twitter and I had to work really, really hard and get something and hopefully get something that people would share, hopefully get something that goes viral, build it all from scratch like you have to do when, uh, when you're building a, a social media platform to, from the start, I probably wouldn't have been bothered. Um, and I post, I post some stuff on there um, now. Um, so again, I think it is. Uh, I think it is Dad It is, yeah. Um, on threads, but yeah. To, just to go back to the number, so I've got forty thousand on Instagram, which translates into two and a half thousand on threads. But the most important thing is, um, I've been posting regularly and posting stuff that you know I like threads uh, because of of um, it's it's similar into Twitter. Into you could just put thoughts on there, yeah. Which is just I thought some bang stick it on there. You don't need to. I don't need to spend ages filming, editing, all that shit. Um, but yeah, forty thousand followers on Instagram translates to two and a half thousand um, on Threads. Um, my most liked post post has had eleven likes. <laughs> so um, I do like it, but yeah. if it doesn't start showing my stuff to people. Pretty soon, I'm going to lose interest. <laughs> so, so, uh, so my experience is it doesn't show your stuff to people because mine's the no. same. I so I put a post the other day, just like tongue in cheek, going, "Oh, you're not threads famous till you get a hundred likes." And then I went, "Please give me a hundred likes because I'm beggy." And, mm. uh, and I got and I got 134, which is my biggest post on there. Everything else is like 50, 30, 8, 3, 1. Yeah, yeah. and and, it, and it's an odd thing because like. People are saying because it doesn't have so much like an algorithm, it's not really your stuff doesn't generate a uh, like it doesn't generate any interest from Meta to put it out to anybody else. Mm. So literally, only the people that, have, that that follow you see it. And as you say, if they followed everybody that they follow on Instagram, they probably yeah. they probably got a thread account where they follow two thousand, three thousand people because yeah. yeah, a lot of people do. I mean, I follow two thousand people on Instagram, and yeah. that was the main reason I didn't get on Threads because I'd be like. I wouldn't see fuck all anyway, so I've just kept it down to the people that I've, like, you know, sort of chased people down. And- nah, Baz, it's because you think you're fucking important, mate. It's because you, you want to be one of those people who follows a, thou- a handful yeah. and has thousands and thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers, yeah, but only uh, follows, like, three. And well, you want to be that man. Yeah, 
but I mean, I already followed like probably a hundred people on threads and it's just the people like you're one of those people you know oh yeah, thanks yeah. Baz yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. special well, I think- I'm one of you're one in a hundred Mike yeah <laughs> you do. also I followed your wife before I followed you because I didn't know you were on there because I sent you a message going uh, are you on threads you went yeah I looked at that you're 17 million so you're on there 6 million before I was so nah, oh, <laughs> I'm an early adopter Baz and it was um, one of those things like he never said anything about that <laughs> Sorry, Baz, did I stray onto a social media, a new social media platform without telling you? Well, I was, I, I, yeah, well you know I'm apologize. old. I thought you would have given me a bit of a heads up. <laughs> well, here's an interesting point about threads, um, is that I found out the other day that it's not available in Ireland, which came as a surprise, Yeah, because I'll... I'm in Ireland and I've got 2,500 followers on it. Exactly. Well, that's <laughs> I've, interesting. I've it, Baz. That's interesting, because yeah, it's not in Europe, is it? The European Union don't have it. It's not in the EU. Yeah, yeah. No, that's Brexit. Be- yeah, that's because of some <laughs> of the sort of data convention laws and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's because yeah, uh, Instagram have fallen out with um, Instagram have fallen out with the EU. Yeah. Because they're putting um, uh, they're putting rules in place. Yeah. The bastards. <laughs> um, but anyway, th- another thing that I thought was really interesting um, that has come from this is that um, the whole Elon versus Zuck thing. Yes, I love it. It's so good. It is just two grown ass men having a playground squabble yeah. in front of hundreds of millions of people. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here for it, mate. <laughs> well, the, the talk, so obviously people have put this whole, they should have a fight, like a proper fight, and then they show yeah. pictures of Zuck with his ripped abs and his chest because he's quite lean and he does a bit of, yeah. he does a bit of MMA shit, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, Elon Musk is literally like, well, don't worry about that, I'll just go into fucking space. <laughs> The, the thing that I found the funniest, though, Baz, was a news story around it where um, it was only a couple of days in and when Elon Musk um, threatened to sue Zuckerberg. Yeah. Um, and the reason he threatened to sue him was that Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg had, um, to, quote, uh, to quote Elon Musk, poached former Twitter employees to launch a copycat app. Yeah. How do you poach someone who's unemployed? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the the whole point of it is that's nothing new in the world of, like, any kind of corporate business or even low-level business. You know, people have poached all the... Scaffolders poach other scaffolders. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not like it's a new concept, is it? When I was in corporate job, Baz, I would get two or three calls a week from recruitment consultants. Yeah. Um, offering, you know, you know, um, saying, "Would you be interested in this role? Would you be?" Yeah, happens all the time. Yeah. Somebody leaves a job at a senior management level, they will go back and say, "Do you fancy coming to work for me?" Yeah, happens all the time. Um, so yeah, e- even if they'd poached current Twitter employees, yeah, there's fuck all that Elon Musk can do about it. Exactly. But I just the audacity of Elon Musk to accuse Zuckerberg of poaching people who Elon Musk had sacked the moment he bought Twitter is fucking priceless. <laughs> <laughs> He's walked into Twitter. He goes, we've got far too many employees. You lot are out of a job. You lot work twice as hard because you've got twice as much work to do now. And then 12 months down the line, you're going, hold on a minute. You know, all those people I kicked out the door said they were shit. They've just gone and started another one. Uh, They've started another social media platform, which is like ours, and is stealing users from us now. That didn't pan out the way I expected, did it? Well, the the interesting thing I saw was that it took Facebook, I think, three and a half to four years to get 100 million Mm. users and... You know, threads did it, and I I know you've already explained how it did Mm. it, but like in four days, it got the same number. So it just goes to show how many more people now kind of go, Oh, there's a new app, let's go on there because I'm bored of the other seven that I'm fucking involved with there. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what? When uh, when Elon Musk took over um, Twitter, he pissed off loads of people. Yeah, I wonder if he did it intentionally, though. I I got a feeling. I I think, I mean, he, he was basically forced to buy. Twitter yeah, yeah. for four hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Because he said he would, and then he wanted to back out, and they went, "Oh no, no! You've said it now. You've signed this dot. You've got to buy it." Yeah. yeah. Um, so he didn't want to buy it when he had to hand over the four hundred and forty million. He didn't even want it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but then when he went there, yeah, he just went, he, he sacked a load of people. An interesting point, like, obviously, I live in Ireland. Um, he sacked either a vast majority or all of the Twitter employees in Ireland, not knowing that that's illegal under Irish employment law, and he had to rehire them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they go on about him being sort of like, you know, this really savvy, clever businessman. Not so fucking much, really, is it? When you think about it? <laughs> not on that score, no, is not it? Not a clue. You know what I mean? And, he's, and then, he, the, you know, the whole, um, the whole you can say what you want thing, um, you know, freedom of speech thing that he said, yeah. that's great until your rap just gets full of, you know, Nazis and uh, racists and yeah. bigots and, and Donald Trump. homophobes. <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, you say Donald Trump, I've pretty much just read out his Twitter bio. <laughs> well, um, he's letting back on, isn't he? Is that, is that what he's done? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. But, uh, you know, all, all those things I said... <laughs> Pretty much all apply to him. So that was his, um, I said Twitter bio. What I meant was Tinder bio. Um, that is definitely what his Tinder bio says. All of those things. Um, bigoted, racist, homophobic, I mean, Nazi. All of those things. Quite a niche sort of like profile on Tinder. <laughs> but I'm sure he'll get you know, plenty of people swiping in. I'll tell you what, there's loads of people want to put the tongue up that man's ass. Don't worry about that. Well, as I was say, if you put millionaire, you're pretty much going to get most people swiping the yeah, right direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's it, you see. But, um, yeah, so um, that thing, and also the whole uh, blue ticks for sale thing. Which it throws me now, because I, and I feel really bad for all the people. Instagram have done it as well. Yeah, but well, yeah, it's better, isn't it? So you get you know transfers across all of them. I, I feel bad for the people, yeah, you know, particularly people that we know that got blue ticks. Yeah, you know, and, and now and then you someone so you used to get a little bit excited if a blue tick followed you, or and now yeah. you go, they go oh, blue tick. Eleven followers. No idea. Who yeah, but eleven followers. You're like, oh, oh, you've you've paid your was it? You've, you've paid thirteen quid a month or something like that. So yeah, it it just completely um, yeah. So like you said, people learn it or like that. You, you you knew that somebody was who they said they were. Yeah. If they had a blue tick, so um, people who are notable. So if you were if you got, um, it's like when um, when Ashley Banjo commented on on uh, one of my early TikToks. Yeah. I was buzzing. It had a blue tick. It was definitely him. He yep. had a million followers, all that kind of stuff. That's cool. Um, but somebody can, you can call yourself what you want and have a blue tick. Yeah, and and I, that, yeah. that was quite a funny thing when Twitter first started selling blue ticks, that loads of people just changed their name to Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Blue tick and just started <laughs> tweeting what the fuck they wanted. <laughs> um, there's another thing actually that, um, that I saw this week is that, do you remember, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a Twitter account that basically just um, tracked the location of Elon Musk's private jet and, <laughs> and tweeted it every time it moved, where it was, what it was doing, because that information is freely available, yeah. um, as you know, you know through um, flight tracking apps. Um, and he, um, he banned them from Twitter uh, because... <laughs> Understandably, he didn't want everybody knowing where he was, even though it's public domain information. Yeah. Um, anyway, when Threads launched, uh, needless to say, that account popped up on Threads, and now loads of people are going, "Oh, it's here again!" If you want to know where Elon's playing is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, but I find the whole thing really interesting. Anyway, because um, there's, the, you know, I, I think I've, I may have said it before. I never used Twitter because a, like, it all seemed very political, and it was all kind of like. You know, and you and I aren't very political in you know, the way that we, we speak anyway. Mm. So when threads popped up, um, I was like, oh, it's bound to end up getting like Twitter, but it hasn't so far. Maybe it is like a, a social media platform where people could just be fucking nice to each other. Cause yeah. That'd be, that'd be rare in this sort of realm, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yes, Baz, um, Wimbledon. Yeah. Um. I watch a little bit of it, but the, the the things that you know, the things I want to talk about in a minute is the kind of um, toe curlingly embarrassing things that middle class people do, and only ever at Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give you some examples. Um, the um, the whole when when there's you see kind of ten, usually middle aged middle class people. In um, in in the crowd, uh, well, in the audience, clearly it must be, it mustn't be a 
and it's definitely not referred to as a crowd, is it? It's like an audience. I'm sure it will be an audience at Wimbledon. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so you see people there um, in the audience, these middle-class, middle-aged people who just go, um, uh, when when one of the um, when one of the players says, "Oh, I I don't think that was out. Can we I c- can we refer it to Hawkeye?" Yeah, yeah, they get all so fucking excited that they can oh. go, oh. 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 and they can clap together. Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's just Jesus. Is that the highlight of your life? <laughs> Is that what you've been waiting for? You bought those tickets a year ago just so you can do that. So it's just, I mean, the actual tennis is all right. Yeah. You know, I don't, I used to play a bit of tennis. Um, I don't really watch, I definitely don't watch anything outside of Wimbledon. No. Um, Queens, but, Queens possibly because it's on the week before or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, just things like that. And the, but also the whole, um, oh, waving British flags and, you know, well, obviously for the first, first round. <laughs> Um, second round, there's not many flags still waving because there's no British players still left in. Well, it's a tough old game, tennis, isn't it? But the uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's the uh, just the whole can't describe it. It's just the whole middle classness. Well, it, 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 well, it extends into even the people that are revered in the royal, or, you know, all the, the celebrity box, like Cliff Richard. The day he mm. turns up, they have to sort of dust him down for the cobwebs. It's like still such a big deal for him to turn up there, isn't it? Mate, um, Emma and I were watching it the other day, and it showed the Royal Box, and Cliff Richard was next to Sue Barker. Yep. And I said at the time, and I'll say it again, I'm not embarrassed to say this, there are two faces I would not tire of river dancing on top of. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Sue Barker, but Cliff Richard is, oh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you, I mean, this will be lost on people outside the UK, but Sue Barker, to me, um, it's when she did um, Question of Sport, with Matt Dawson, she was clearly flirting with someone like twenty years younger. Yeah, than yeah. And it was just, it was, it was like the creepy auntie who was like hugged you a little bit too tight yeah, at yeah. Christmas yeah. or something like that. I'm not a fan. Um, I've been to Wimbledon though. Yeah, I went to, I went to Wimbledon. Uh, I've been to it a couple of times. One time was when I was one of those middle-aged twats who was drinking champagne on Centre Court. No, in, uh, in, in nice hang on, let's, let's, no, we need to clarify this. Did you pay for tickets? Uh, no. Yeah, so, so this, this, is why I'm, this is why I'm clarifying it. Because you weren't there one of those middle-class twats. You were there on corporate because of the hospitality. Oh, yeah, I was on there, there on corporate and I spent the money I should have spent on tickets on champagne. Yeah, exactly. Because as a, as a guy who watches football um, and... A certain level of prof- a certain level of football, not even professional football, but a certain level of football, um, you you are not allowed to consume alcohol whilst in view of uh, of the sport happening. Sure, okay. okay? So I'd kind of forgotten this. So Emma and I were you do uh, drink- me. <laughs> Emma and I were drinking some champagne and like, eating strawberries just because that's what you do at Wimbledon. Um. And then we're like, right, we'll probably go and get her to our seats. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do with this? And the woman, oh, you can take it with you. It's like, what? I was literally taking a bottle of um, Verve Clico. Yeah. Two glasses made of glass, not plastic. Yeah, yeah, the real deal. Up to my seat. I was like, this is insane. And we got to our seat. And obviously, being a like northern scumbag, as I am, I'm sat there looking around saying, Emma, did he not, not know you can bring your drinks up? Like, why have they not got them? <laughs> I thought everyone would have shed loads of beer or booze, Joe. Yeah. Down, nah, not a bit of it. They're all too, like... Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> we're not, not for me. We're not even having strawberries and cream in our seat. We're going to have that outside in that little no, tubs. No, no. So, so, yeah, the whole... Um, I do find a lot of Wimbledon really cringy um, in the whole... Uh, the, the whole, like... Henman Hill thing, yeah. and it's just like everyone's sitting out there with the union waving the union jacks, watching uh, the inevitable demise in the first round of British tennis players. I uh, just nah, it's the once it gets beyond that, um, and you know, and then the whole thing of like Andy Murray is like, um, you know, Andy Murray that, that is clearly he's down in the challenger tour now, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's a shit tennis player, but he's British, so everyone's going, oh, he might win, and 
obviously he didn't he got to like second round or something and got beaten by someone who was half decent it was always going to happen but they're all going oh like getting all excited like, he's he's yo know, he's He's about the same age as you, Andy Buzz. Uh, he, he may be older, certainly. So he's, <laughs> no, no. So, so I mean, like, I, I've never hidden the fact that I used to loathe Andy Murray because I just thought he was a mm. miserable, you know, a miserable millionaire. Yeah. And I hate people like that. You should be really happy if you got that because you, you don't yeah. have any worries. He's achieve. He's literally achieving his childhood dreams. Yeah. Not even the money. Yeah. By playing tennis at Wimbledon yeah. and winning it twice. So, so as he's progressed through his career and he's had more kind of like, you know, sorry, less, you know, reasons why he could win it. I I, I salute him more now because you know he's like he's he's had hip problems. He's had surgery. You know, he's not even a ranked player anymore. And on his day, he can still, you know, he can still bring the goods because, you know, he, mm. as it turned out, he was a he was a world, you know, champion. You know, he's he's mm. won the Olympics and he's won Wimbledon. Yeah, I still don't understand why he doesn't smile the shit out of it because what a great life that is. Do you know what I mean? And his his wife's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife's beautiful. He's loaded. He's literally achieved his lifetime ambition. Yeah. By winning Wimbledon. Yeah. And he's won an Olympic gold medal. Someone needs to tell his face. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing a documentary about teenage tennis players. And, mm. and in fairness, they're the most precocious, irritating fucking wankers you've mm. ever seen in your life. You know, all, a lot of that sort of screaming on court is literally yeah. how, you know, they are. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. There, there, there was one, uh, the one uh, this week. There was... Um, there, there was a girl who was just like, you know, basically like ranted at the, uh, the the umpire at the end of the match, refused to shake a hand and stormed off. It turns out she was 16. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a 16-year-old rich kid yeah. who's feels so entitled that she can treat other people like that. What a prick. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably... I love that, Baz. Um that that what a prick right <laughs> could be said about the vast majority of people I see on and off court yeah. in all the Wimbledon coverage, but be it um, the uh, the commentators, the presenters, the audience, half the players, that could be said about all of them. There you go. So. Look, you asked about my opinion about tennis, and in the end, we got to a really good summary. <laughs> there it is. There are a bunch <laughs> and of bricks. On, and on that bombshell. <laughs> That's where we'll leave it for this week. Hope you enjoyed our review of this week's news. We'll definitely do this again, because I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, we threw this together with about an hour's notice, because our guest cancelled due to their internet issues. Um, but I enjoyed this. I like it. And um, on the occasions when we are recording one um, within a week or so of uh, the date of publishing, we'll do it again. Yeah. But anyway, thanks everybody to, for listening, if you are still listening. And we haven't done this for a while, Baz, but if you are still listening, um, I want you to go along to our Facebook page um, on facebook.com slash mildlypod, and I want you to find the video of this and I want you to, in the comments section, put the emoji of... Baz, what emoji are you putting in? Uh, th so there's bound to be a tennis ball. There's bound to be something... A tennis yeah, ball. Yeah, right. Or a tennis That's player. That's all need to do. Yeah. yeah. Something tennis-related. Yeah. No words. Just put in the comments section underneath this on Facebook. Something tennis-related. Just so we know that people are still listening towards the end of it. Yeah. Um, just because, look, if you've, if you've listened to more than one of these, you'll know that Baz and I are very needy men. So please um, do that for us so we know you're still listening. And also send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the podcast. Give us some ideas of, if you've got any ideas for what you think we should talk about um, in upcoming episodes, uh, do that. And also um, just send us an email, right? We are very needy men. So send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail.com saying, I love you, Baz and Mike. <laughs> Thank you very much. And also, and also, yeah, um, Baz, um, oh, I'm a bit tired. Would you like a coffee? Yes, please, I would. I would also like a coffee. So if you would like to buy me and Baz a coffee, if you go to 
um, buymeacoffee.com slash mildlypod. Um, you can buy us a coffee. Um, or if you don't fancy the idea of buying us a coffee, you can buy us a rum yeah. or you can buy us a beer, whatever. Go and send us some cash and we'll spend it on booze. <laughs> hey, in fairness, though, I, I, I should always say this. Uh, Mike puts a lot of effort and spends an awful lot of money making this thing. And uh, like the coffee goes towards like funding the, the making of this. So uh, if you want more of this podcast, and I'm sure you do because you keep going back, uh, go buy us coffee. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, the summary is there. Send us some money on buymeacoffee.com slash mildlypod. Um, we'll spend as little as we can to fund the uh, production of the podcast. And anything we get over and above that, we will waste on alcohol. <laughs> so thank you very much for sending us your money. Uh, also, uh, don't forget to like, share, do all the subscribe shit. Um, if there's a button you can press, that means that it auto-downloads or you get notifications or you, uh, you can give us a review, uh, five stars, obviously, all of that stuff. Do all of those things that are free if you haven't got any spare cash to throw at us to spend on alcohol. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, You've done the book, Michelle. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> We're nearly there, Baz. We can get through this. I'm not going to lie, Baz. The Prosecco's kicking in. Mate, I think, um, I've got this new rum. It's devastating. Fucking hell, Baz. And all we've got to do is literally stumble across the finish line. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> oh. and, that's how, and that's how I'm going to end that Mate, one. <laughs> this is the most I've drunk on a podcast for ages. I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm not going to lie. Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know. Probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.